Welcome to the Holistic Psychiatrist Podcast, a place for inspiration, insight, and information on holistic mental health. Join your host, Dr. Alice Lee, and discover critical information on safe, effective psychiatric medication withdrawal. Explore new ideas that enlighten and expand the mind with cutting-edge authors and experts, along with former patients as they share their miraculous healing journeys. It's time to build your well-being from the thought up. It's time for the Holistic Psychiatrist Podcast. Here's your host, Dr. Alice Lee. Welcome, everyone, to the third part of The Hero's Journey, where we finish up with the last phase of the hero's journey, which is after slaying the dragon, rescuing the maiden, you end up with your final reward, your pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. And I wanted to use our third podcast to really celebrate everyone who are on the panel and talk about some of the positive changes and things that came from all the work that was put into the healing process. Wanted to talk about the positive rewards amazing transformations, outstanding outcomes that evolved from the healing journey and could not have happened without the healing process. So once again, I want to welcome Tanya and Allison and Anna and Jack and Justin and Peter back for our panel discussion. And we're going to start with the first question, and that is, what rewards have you gained through your healing journey? Anybody who want to start or respond to that first? Peter? It's almost an impossible question to answer. I would say my situation, my whole life had started out in, in such a, lack of a better word, depressed state that the question ultimately is, so what would you be like if you were never this way in the first place, right? How, how could I imagine that? And I think there are times when you're in a really dark place. It, how, do you, how can you imagine not being in a dark place? Because being in a dark place means you've lose, lost hope or losing hope. It's hard to answer, right? but to, to, to answer it, I would say now that I can look back and really be happy, I, I can acknowledge, I know, I can see myself then and say, wow, you were in a, in a dark place. It was, it was really scary for you. I, I draw it a parallel at times to Matrix, the, the, the movie, where if you're out of the Matrix, you can look at those who are still in the Matrix. And, and how do you speak to them? How do you speak to yourself before to say, you know what, it's going to be okay. Just keep moving forward. Just take one small step each day. So it's, it's hard to answer, it, but it is rewarding mm-hmm. to, to be out of that, to finally, to a large extent, be free. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's hard to explain that, but to, to not feel the doldrum of it all, the, the depression of it all, just going mm-hmm. through the motions, just all of that. It, it's, it's a great place to be. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. What about the rest of you? What kind of rewards did you notice from your healing journey? Yeah, Allison. I would say that a real sense of awareness about everything, to be honest. I think I just am a lot more aware of myself, my body, my thoughts, how they are connected. And I, I, I can connect the dots. I had a rough December where I was really run down and exhausted. And I ended up getting a flu bug and I could look and see this is coming. Like I'm not taking care of myself in the way that I should. And I need to 
increase this activity or work with this supplement, or I'm not sleeping the way that I should, or I've missed my meditation. And that awareness of yourself is the end result of this healing process and journey, because you're always analyzing. So I'm really appreciative for that part of it. And hopefully to have the foresight so that I'm never in a situation where I'm mindlessly taking medication for 11 years. I I, I don't ever want to be back there again. So I'm not hypervigilant in any way, but I think that just general overall awareness of how our mind, body, spirit are all connected is really the, the big win for me. That's a beautiful insight. Anybody else want to share the rewards? Yes, Jack. I mean, I obviously got a lot out of this. I think the biggest one though, for me, and I think it's just the nature of your work is how much our heart and our soul gets opened up throughout this process of working with you and letting in this energy. And it changes our perspective. I think at least it did mine, how I look at the world and how much love there is to give and take in. And it's changed for me how much I care about social justice issues and the whole the whole gambit. And it's a lot of stuff that now all of a sudden I feel like I have the capability of putting energy out there to help better other people and not just myself. So yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. that's been the biggest takeaway for me. Great, Jack. Anna, did you want to say something? I couldn't agree with Jack Moore. So a couple things that he said that I'll just underscore with highlighter. My heart is like busted open. The energy work, I had no idea was going to do that, but the constant meditations and the EET logo synthesis and the conversations with you, Dr. Lee, I thought was about reducing drugs, removing drugs and, and eliminating drugs. It really was about opening up my heart and creating this heart brain coherence conversation and physiology that changed everything for me. So I just wrote down a couple things. What this this did for me is tremendous love of energy work. I'm like an energy junkie now. I've manifested the most amazing, magical things in my life that the only person who really believes me is my husband because he's there to witness the magical stuff that happens to me all the time. Wonderful. I've regained my sense of empowerment. I was always that way and I lost it. Wholeness that I need nothing. I need nothing. I need no one else to make me happy and to make me feel blissful. I have to go inside. And then lastly, well-beingness. Just a tremendous deep sense of well-beingness. And all that being said, I know that life happens. And if something happens, that you're there. All I have to do is call Dr. Lee and we'll figure it out. So I'm not so in in the clouds that I don't realize that something could happen to kind of shake things up a little bit, but I have the confidence that between you and I, we'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. And since I've already done it once, I can do it again. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Well, here's another question about the healing journey and some of the rewards that come from it. I know that when you encounter mental illness, you lose a sense of your identity because now your thoughts and your emotions kind of go south and you can't trust them. My question is, what kind of identity did you get? What paradigm shifts do you have about who you are as a person once you've come through that healing journey? How do you see yourself as a person now compared to how mental illness 
and all of the, I guess, identities that you were wrapped up in before, how did that contrast in terms of your healing? I would share that I'm stronger than I imagined. I'm more disciplined than I imagined, more determined than I imagined. I mean, I would have described myself in all of those ways previously, but when you go back and recount your story to someone that you trust and they hear everything that you went through in a capsule and you repeat it back to them. And then you look at their face and they're like, what (laughs) you did that? It's your journey. So you're in it. You don't always see the big picture of all these 10, 11, 15, 20 years, or however long all of us were fighting with these demons. So sharing the courage really in my life has come from sharing my story and then allowing other people's shock and awe to really (laughs) kind of embolden me further for further, further sharing. So people's encouragement, lack of judgment, all of those things have helped reinforce and increase my confidence in sharing what I accomplished. So. Yeah. And also I remember something you shared in your first podcast, when we talked about all your friends who were high achievers and you had thought of their energies as being really like that they're go-getters and they're successful. But when you talked about your energy, you described it initially as bipolar. Like you're afraid that when you have more energy or that high energy part of you, you pathologized it. But now I think (laughs) you don't do that anymore after your healing journey. You don't define yourself. Mm -hmm. I don't define myself in any way anymore. It's wonderful. Yeah. Jack, you wanted to share something. Yeah, I just kind of wanted to piggyback on that again. And that was just for me when I used to share my story, it wasn't something I was proud to share. I I was sharing it to get sympathy, but it was just how it, it is what it was. And now I'm sharing it because I'm proud of how I've handled it, how, what the outcome's been and what the whole journey's been. I mean, somebody asked me the other day why I wanted to do this podcast. And one of the biggest reasons was my story has not been something that I've liked ever, but now it is. Now it is something that I like to share. And so I, yeah, that's, been a big shift for me. In fact, I think that Jack was the first person I asked to be on my podcast because he said, I'd love to come back again and talk about more. I'm available. And that's really great that Jack not only has, has he evolved beyond his depression and kind of being stuck in the basement, but he's now quite confident in sharing and influencing others through the example of how, how he lives his life. So I think it's awesome. That's thanks um, to you. <laughs> well, you did the work and I just kind of like pointed you in the direction <laughs> that you needed to go. The identity shifts. Now, Justin, you were struggling with high school. You were like, your parents were kind of like, I hope Justin graduates from high school. And now Justin, he's a clinician. He heals people using holistic tools He went to Bastyr and developed uh, a lot of education. So tell me about your identity from compared to when you were depressed and not able to focus and struggling with school to your identity right now and who you are now carrying forward, living your life. I mean, it must be kind of like 
night and day for you? Yeah, definitely. I think with the energy work, though, specifically, that, that opened doors to show me that there's parts of us that are I was completely unaware of. Mm-hmm. So experiencing that for the first time, that, that's a big identity shift in itself. You might get sort of dragged around by your thoughts and emotions and different things. And then getting exposed or actual experience of things beyond that, your whole identity can shift dramatically from there. Mm-hmm. I know that's not really the basis of your question, but mm-hmm. for me, that was that was one of the biggest shifts in my life because, I mean, it brought me into all different types of situations. Like I, w- I was in India for a long time, meditating for 10 hours a day. And that started with you, actually, really. You definitely took it many steps further, so. Yeah. But was, <laughs> so my identity went from being complete darkness to being exposed to something that was light that gave me hope. And then I just, I kept chasing after it more and more and more and more. So Tanya, your experience is different. You're not the identified patient. Your son is still struggling with autistic symptoms. We're still working every day to make some small steps and help him to move in the right direction. You've been an angel on two legs. You've supported him. How has his healing journey affected you in terms of your identity as someone who's there to help him heal? I wouldn't say that he didn't have any healing. Mm-hmm. He did, little mm-hmm. by little, and with a different kind of doctor, switching all types of uh, regimen for him. And every time when he you know, approached a new regimen, it works. And mm-hmm. then it worked for a little while. And then we have to keep changing into or, or fixing mm-hmm. uh, some of his flare and things like that. And for me, I still have a lot of hope. And I believe that we are trying to find the perfect regimen for him that will probably lead him to go back to where he was before. He, I mean, his mind is still very sharp. So I'm not sure that it might be stuck in the back. Now we just try to bring it forward. Mm-hmm. That makes me uh, feeling very positive. I'm not sure the way that the, um, the brain or the mental work, mm-hmm. but I just have the feeling that something is blocking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, listening to you, Tanya, you can tell yeah. like you have over the years that we've worked together. I think it's been nine years that we started hundreds of sessions that we've right. had how much faith and perseverance you continue to have in your son's healing. One of the things I wanted to bring up is that Tanya and I do energy work together now. So it's not just me doing energy oh, work yeah, on yeah, Jonathan. Yeah. And right. so, yeah. So one of the things that, yes. yeah, is Tanya does do the energy work along with me to help our son heal. That part is something that definitely has evolved over time in terms of your work. Thank so you. I think if mm-hmm. we can find a way to break that wall yes. that yeah. uh, can bring the good brain from the back forward to the front. Yes, exactly. I think that's something that we can continue to hope for. And we have been making some small steps in terms of progress. One of the things that Tanya means by flares is almost like seizure-like activity that uh, would cause her son to scream or become agitated that kind of stuff. And those have actually quieted down quite significantly so that we don't have to deal with it every week like we used to before. I'm going to finish up our third part of our podcast. 
I want to thank everybody for being so open, for sharing. I hope that by being a part of this podcast that you've actually enjoyed being able to be here. And I hope that those who have been listening to us have gained a lot from our insights as well. So thank you, each and every one of you, for your time and for sharing so much of your lives with us today on the podcast. And thank you for making my anniversary podcast an extra special one. Thank Thank you, you, Dr. Lee. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. So I hope that you've enjoyed listening to everyone on our panel and been able to enjoy the hero's journey going from the first part of our podcast in which we encountered some of the problems and challenges each of these individuals face to the second part of the podcast where we learn more about the things that they did to transform their challenges and overcome them. And then our last part of the podcast in which they shared their positive rewards that they were able to gain from their healing journey. And I hope that you as a hero or heroine would be able to find hope and be able to look forward to all of the rewards that can come through your own personal healing journey. If you've enjoyed today's content, please subscribe to this weekly podcast for more informative insights on holistic psychiatry. Also, if you have not done so already, please subscribe to my weekly updates on my website, holisticpsychiatrist.com, for wonderful stories and developments from my holistic practice and where you'll find links to all my social media platforms. For those who want to have access to professional grade supplements, you can register for Fullscript's online dispensary on my website under the products tab. Fullscript is a nutritional supplement dispensary where you'll find the industry's largest catalog of high quality nutritional supplements from trustworthy companies and a list of my favorite nutritional supplements used for my patients' regimens. Until next time, let's keep building our well-being from the thought up. And I hope you have a wonderful, joyful week. I look forward to having you join us next week. Bye-bye. The content provided by this podcast is for informational purposes only and has not been approved by the US FDA. This podcast is not intended to provide personal medical advice, which should be obtained from a medical professional. An Ironic Media Production. Visit us at ironicmedia.com.